With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Wednesday, August 25th. It is hump day. Not for me because I am in my vacation, but... Before I went on vacation, I was able to put all these great episodes in the can where we tackled your financial questions. If you have anything on your mind, it has a dollar sign attached. Maybe you're thinking about a new career. Maybe you're thinking about starting a business. Whatever it is, we'd love to help you out. Send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Today, we're talking to John from Houston. Hi, John. What's on your mind? Hi, Jill. I am so excited to talk with you today. All right. Me too. I have have what I think is a good problem. I have some money, um, extra money that I don't know quite what to do with. Um, I had a rental property that was my bachelor pad before I got together with my husband that we sold two weeks ago. Congratulations. Um, Thank you very much. I was tired of being a landlord, Mm. so (laughs) done with that. Um, So we received $75,000 from that sale. Um, I have two options that are kind of obvious with what to do with that money. Um, We, on our primary home right now, we have uh, our primary mortgage and then we have a secondary mortgage. Um, We split it to avoid a jumbo loan when Mm -hmm. we bought that house. Okay. Um, My other option is my mother's retiring next May and her mortgage, remaining mortgage, is about $75,000 as well. So my husband and I have talked about helping her out and either paying off that mortgage or buying her house as she heads into retirement. Couple of questions. Um, let me just ask yes. before, let me just pop in here. You said you've got two separate mortgages on your primary. Right. What are the interest rates on those mortgages? So on the primary loan, it's 3.75. That's good. Yes, I'm happy with that. On the secondary loan, it's 5.24. Okay, I don't like that one as much. Um, All right, tell me a little bit more about yourselves. Uh, Are you guys both working? We are both working. Um, The caveat to that is my company is in the process of being acquired. Actually, it'll close next week. So there's a question mark on my job. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't really have any information either way. I could be here for a year. I could be here for a few months. 
Um, So that's a big question mark right now. Um, Emergency reserves to cover you if you do get bumped? Yeah, we have about $100,000 for an emergency fund. That's good. Um, The other thing that we have going on is we, we have one child, and we're in the process of a surrogacy journey for a second. Um, so we have major expenditures coming up with that over the next year, but we do have about $60,000 set aside to cover those. Okay. Is that enough? Is 60 enough to it's cover? It's enough. Okay. Yeah. Worst case scenario for that, it'll probably be worst case is 90000 So we have at least enough um, to get us most of the way and they're staged out. It's mm-hmm. not all at once. Mm. Um, okay. So if we get into a situation where we need more money, we can find it. Would you, I mean, if you were to lose your job, do you feel comfortable and confident, I don't know what field you're in, that you could get another job fairly quickly? Um, Probably within six months. If I do get let go within the next year, there is a severance package involved, which will give us a few months of a buffer as well. That's great. How about um, savings for both retirement and for the kid you already have? Do you have any college savings set aside so far? So for retirement, we have about 630000 in 401k and IRAs. That's great. Um, thank you. Thank you. And in just a brokerage account, we have about 400000 Okay. And how old are you guys? I'm 36 and my husband is 37. Mark's saying you're in great shape. He's like, why is oh, the guy you. on the phone? What What's happening here? <laughs> um, okay. So now let's dive into your mom's situation right now. Is she financially in need of your assistance? So I reviewed her retirement stuff with her. She works for a school district, so she's on teacher retirement. She's going to replace a good portion of her salary, so she will be fine. Okay. Um, so that would just be like, that... you would be like, uh, I want to be the favorite child because you're going to pay off. <laughs> you want to basically make that. Brothers. Yeah. You're going to make that like the indelible mark that, of course, your mother probably already favors you, but now right. she'll favor you even more. Yep. I get it. Okay. Yep. But she's okay, right? She is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She'll be fine. Yep. So you've got a ton of money that's set aside. Got a million yep. bucks, basically, right? Um, yep. That's great. I'll tell you what. This is going to be a boring piece of advice, but I think it works. If you consider this, that secondary loan, right? If you said that your hope was that you were going to pay that off just, let's say, over the next 10 years, right? You said, oh, I really want to chip away at that. That would be like a, a decent goal. I would really be interested in you paying that whole thing off in one fell swoop because essentially what you are doing by paying that secondary loan off You essentially have a way to take money and get risk-free return. I don't know many investments that give you a guaranteed better return with no risk. And I think that that is kind of fabulous. So it's just weird. The money kind of matches up. But also, I mean, I would not give you this advice if you didn't have that big fat emergency fund. I really wouldn't. I would say keep that money, make sure that, you know, you're going to pay for the surrogacy. But you've got it sounds to me like you've you've got a good emergency reserve. You've got the money set aside to get that second kid. Um, You've done a terrific job saving for retirement. I guess the only other piece of advice I would have is that if you have those proceeds from the rental property, just make sure you don't have a weird tax hit next year, because sometimes rental properties 
can ensnare you in a um, a tax situation where you're recapturing depreciation that you took during the life of owning that property. So okay. before you pay the whole thing down, just double check. Do you have a tax preparer that you work with? Um, I need I need a new one. I right. fired my one last year. Nice. Yeah. Fire. Uh, Okay. So when you're looking at maybe before you pay off that second mortgage, then I would just double check to make sure that you're not going to have some scary tax burden come next spring. But otherwise, I think you're in great shape. And even if, by the way, even if you had to keep 25 grand available for taxes, take the 50 and pay down the five and a quarter percent loan. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, my biggest concern was with kind of some of the uncertainty in our life was moving liquid money to non-liquid money. Yeah, I mean, um, I would say that also, except that you got a hundred grand that's banked. Right, right. I mean, okay. if you're on, if you're feeling weird about it, or if all of a sudden you're like, uh-oh, now, you know, I have a little bit of anxiety, then don't pay it all down at once. See how the next year goes. Right. You're not moving anytime soon. You're staying where you are. No, yeah, we've been in this house for two years and we're going to stay okay. um, unless a major life situation changes. Yes, yeah, we'll God stay. forbid. But I think you're in good shape. I really do. If I do in the future decide to buy my mom's house, mm-hmm. um, have you dealt with a situation like that? And and I don't know quite how to approach it with either paying off her mortgage or actually buying her house. Those so are two different. Why would you? Why would you do this? I mean, like you just said to me, she's okay financially. It just would make her life a lot easier if she didn't have the mortgage payment. I mean, you can do an agreement with your siblings where you say, I am going to pay off mom's mortgage for her just to Mm -hmm. make her life easier. And therefore, I want to get a bigger piece of this house when it's sold. But I wouldn't do anything without actually talking to them about it and maybe making it part of a larger conversation about estate planning for mom. If she is inclined to want to do something slightly different, that's great. But I I cannot possibly emphasize enough how important it is for you to have the conversation with with your siblings and all of you being on the same page, because otherwise that can really breed a lot of discontent. And so I think that you would be well advised to maybe have a conversation with mom about her general estate planning, maybe if you want to dig into her financial life a little bit more, but involve your siblings. Don't make it seem like you're sneaking around behind their backs. And if she really doesn't need the help right now, it would be cleaner just not to do anything. Just let her pay her bills. Okay, that's it. Another program in the can. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, if you could do this, our, a great favor for us, just leave us a rating or a review. Somehow or other, this really does help the program. Or just send this podcast to somebody who you think could benefit from it. If you do that, we would be entirely grateful. It would be your little check off your list when I say to you, put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. You would be putting your hands on the Jill on Money back, Jill and Mark's back. So we would so appreciate that. And if you have anything else on your mind, of course, always just send us a question. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Grit, growth, grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.